I'm Joe Woodard, and this is the Asia for Life podcast. Okay, we're going to wrap up this series on the Japan March for Life. I have some closing thoughts and also want to talk about my experience with pro-life events in Hong Kong. So yeah, I'm just going to point out a few things that were that were really interesting to me about the Tokyo uh, March for Life, the Japan March for Life this year in Tokyo on July 15th. So the first, the first thing I noticed while I was there was the majority of people here are women. Um, and I don't know where all the old white men were, but yeah, the pro-life movement gets a rap, a bad rap for having a lot of authoritarian men in charge, which is, which is just uh, weird because there's so many women who are leaders in the pro-life movement. But anyway, there were lots of families, including the director. I saw Mr. Ikeda runs the, the March for Life events each year. And um, he also runs a vegetarian restaurant, which is cool. He's also like really engaged with environmental issues. And uh, it's funny, at his restaurant, he gives discounts to, um, to pregnant women because he wants it to be a pro-life restaurant, which is cool. Anyway, so Mr. Ikeda, uh, it, was, it was so great to see it. He's, he's such an energetic guy, very, just a very happy man. And he, you know, he's walking with his wife there too. And also carrying his kid, like I guess three-year-old kid was sleeping in his arms while he was walking and kind of running around, running the thing. He was also taking care of his kid, which was it was just cool to see. So great guy, Mr. Ikeda, who runs the um, uh, Japan March for Life now. Um, there were lots of foreigners from around Japan, from different parts of Japan, from you know foreigners who live in Tokyo or other cities, and that includes people from Europe and. Um, I was about to say, and the UK is the UK still in Europe? I I, I can't remember where are we, where where uh, where we're on the timeline with that right now. Anyway, uh, then a bunch of Brazilians uh, who live in Japan. By the way, funny fact: um, Japan's largest population, or the country with the most Japanese in the world, is Brazil, outside of Japan. So that's that's funny. But yeah, it was it was cool to hear a lot of people speaking Portuguese and and because they knew Spanish too. I talked with a lot of them in Spanish, which was fun. And then there was a lot of, of course, a lot of Catholics. Uh, it was almost entirely Catholic. I think I met five other Protestants there. There might have been a couple more. I'm not sure. Uh, but I think it was it was maybe seven, probably less than 10 Protestants at the March for Life. So um, that, was, that was sad uh, for me, just because um, I know... The founder, Pastor Kenzo Chujioka, a, a Christian pastor, he had worked really hard to engage Christian churches, and um, it's it's this event has become a very Catholic event. Not only the people participating, but also the style. Um, and I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to I'm going to talk about the uncomfortable uh, issues, including the um, the statues of Mary. But um, first. I'll compare a little bit about my experience uh, with the Hong Kong March for Life and what it was like running that and, you know, my engagement with churches in Hong Kong. First of all, I should say the reason I'm not running the March for Life in Hong Kong anymore is that uh, is, is largely because of my health. Um, I, have, I have some health issues that my body is unreliable, <laughs> um, especially for running big events like the March for Life. So um, I'm happy to support and be engaged. And I would even be willing to lead, but um, my health is un- is is uh, yeah unreliable, uh, and I I just don't feel that it's you know I've prayed a lot about it. I don't feel it's something that God is asking me to do in this season. Uh, for example, like this year, I I don't I don't think God is saying like yeah do it. You need to do the march for life, and I'll and I'll help you, and I'll be your strength. And 
I'm not getting that when I pray. I, I just feel like it's a nice idea, but it's my idea and I would be doing it in my own strength. And I don't think that's a good idea. So, um, but I am praying um, and looking for other people to take on the leadership for the Hong Kong March for Life. Most likely, by the way, it, it will be a Catholic ministry who, who takes on the leadership. Uh, if they can do it, they're people I love and trust, that they're friends, um, and I, I would want to continue to support them as they take on the leadership for that. Okay, I, I also want to talk about, I was just remembering a story that I want to share. When I first started trying to do pro-life events in Hong Kong, I, I started the 40 Days for Life campaign in 2016, and my first conversation where I sat down with a Christian pastor uh, to like share my, you know, share my vision and the PowerPoint slide and, um, you know, talk about why I thought 40 days for life would be a great thing for, for Hong Kong. He told me that it wouldn't work. He just said like point blank, it's not going to work. Christian churches are not going to respond to this. And I know that he cares about the issue of abortion. Like I know he, he personally does and his church does. But uh, at the same time, I don't think that he would say that he's anti-abortion. Uh, so he thinks abortion is wrong in a lot of cases. For example, like if, if people are getting an abortion because it, it's a girl and they wanted a boy, um, that's wrong. Like he supports Chai Ling and the, uh, I think she runs the All Girls Allowed movement, which, which addresses that, that problem of um, sex-selective abortion in China. So, um, you know, he's supportive of that kind of thing, but... But he also said, like, he doesn't see how it's a good idea for, for people's attitudes to change on, for example, single girls being pregnant. Uh, and he actually said, what do you expect them to do? Like, just walk around and tell everybody, hey, I'm pregnant, and, and just hold their stomach out and say, hey, I'm pregnant. Like, he thought, he thought it was absurd that girls wouldn't feel ashamed of that. And uh, I think that's really sad, because being pregnant is not a sin having sex before marriage, it's its not a good idea. The church teaches the sinful. I, I think um, it's not a good idea to be pregnant before marriage. But being pregnant is not immoral. The state of being pregnant um, is, is not something that we should, you know, shame anyone about. So um, anyway, so I didn't have very high expectations um, about like how Hong Kong Christian pastors would respond to to my ideas about pro-life initiatives like you know I'm a foreigner I, I I was I did not speak Cantonese hardly at all at that time and I I didn't want to um, you know just be presumptuous about the people would want to engage with me on, on pro-life issues so but I, I did want to like keep on trying and keep inviting and, and asking it, you know in each season as different events come up just to like keep the lines of communication open and uh, and there are pastors who are supportive. Anyway, ultimately, I, I really tried to spend a lot of effort inviting non-Catholic churches, like, you know, just general Christian churches and pastors and ministries. Uh, and it just didn't work. It didn't go very far. And ultimately, about 10 times more Catholics joined. Uh, depending on the event, it might have been 5 or 10 or 12 times more Catholics than, than uh, Protestants. So uh, that was really sad. And uh, I, I have I have a lot of ideas about why that happens, but um, I'm tempted to talk about all of them. But I'm just going to talk about one uh, specifically regarding public outdoor prayer events. So Catholics have a history with uh, prayer processions where they you know they'll take a big statue of Mary or their favorite saint, the the patron saint of the of the town in historically Catholic Europe or, or South America, and 
and you know they'll walk with the statue down the street and say different prayers and they have a history of walking down the street and praying in public and and protestant churches don't really do that so much uh it's not that no none of them do but they, they would first of all they wouldn't use the statue second it's not a lot of churches that that do that sort of thing you know walking down the street praying or gathering in a public space to have a big public prayer event on the streets so anyway i i think that um catholics you know they're free they're free to do that like it's you know it's a free country in japan and wherever they do that so that the, there's no way that the protestants are going to stop them from doing that but as far as the pro-life thing once they start doing that it's going to make it harder for protestants to join and it's already you know like as, as i've experienced it's very difficult to you know a, the general christian church to engage on pro-life issues in a lot of ways and so seeing the statue of mary is going to be a big turnoff just automatically and that's um yeah that's that's the uncomfortable truth i i don't know what to do about it um uh, but i i did talk with pastor kenzo about this last year i actually i went to the, the march for life in 2018 um and we talked afterwards and um he's very aware of of this challenge that this causes challenges to you know to other churches that that, that might consider joining that the Japan March for Life is becoming a Catholic event. And um, there's a lot of, not only Catholics, but very traditionalist Catholics who, you know, really want their big statue of Mary and really want to chant the rosary in Latin um, loudly. Uh, you know, so they have a very strong Marian focus with some very, very traditionalist, I think I can say medieval uh, and they would they would also say medieval Catholic ideas like that's the sort of thing that they really personally are are fond of. So uh, there's no way that other Christian churches are are going to be okay with that and and join. Yeah. So Pastor Kenzo he doesn't know what to do, and he's not in charge of the event anymore. And I guess he feels that he doesn't run the event, so he doesn't have a lot of say in how it's run. By the way, I have some very sad news about Pastor Kenzo. Uh, he joined the March for Life this year, but um, by the end of it, he was he was leaning on his granddaughter to get there. He arrived 30 minutes after everyone else, and he looked like he was going to faint. And he actually went to the hospital after that. He's been there for almost three weeks. And at the time of this recording, he's still there. Doctors are still trying to get a diagnosis. So uh, please pray for Pastor Kenzo. So I know uh, bringing up the subject of Catholic devotion to Mary is a very uncomfortable subject, um, and I don't have a solution, but I do hope that Christians, like Protestants and Catholics, can keep the lines of, op lines of communication open. And I, I, maybe the best thing that Christian churches can do is to participate in events like this, the March for Life, and, but ask beforehand that Catholics keep the focus on pro-life issues, like talk with the leaders and ask that we can just make this a pro-life event and not another kind of event uh, and that catholics do the you know catholic style prayer processions separately um, i don't know if that would work but yeah my hope is that we i think we should be able to talk with each other in the end though i i don't know which direction the japan march for life will go uh, anyway i do hope that the march for life in japan and whatever events take place in hong kong in the future and also korea taiwan i hope they grow um, and I really hope for the best. Um, I really hope for the best for the small pro-life network, both Catholic and Protestant, uh, that it will grow and bear fruit and save many lives and ensure that many children are welcomed into loving families. Uh, and I hope we can do it in a way that 
is open to everybody, regardless of their, you know, other church beliefs. And um, I hope that we can gather around our shared pro-life principles. By the way, um, if you've joined a March for Life event anywhere in the world, in, I don't know, in Asia or Europe or Australia, uh, South America, of course, the most popular one is in Washington, D.C. Um, and by the way, the one in San Francisco is, is also growing pretty, pretty astonishingly. It's pretty amazing to see what's happening with the West, the, what is it, Walk for Life West Coast um, each year in, in, in San Francisco. Anyway, oh yeah, I, I'm also going to mention the one in Amsterdam. Like we think of Amsterdam is super, um, super not friendly to, <laughs> to life uh, on the issues of abortion and, and eugenics and euthanasia, whatever. But, uh, but it is growing. It's pretty awesome to see. So anyway, if you have thoughts on this, um, feel free to contact me at joe at asiaforlife.com. That's all I've got for now. Cheers and God bless you.